All right, everyone, welcome back. On today's Unqualified Opinions, I speak with Alex Edelman, the founder and CEO of Lolly, which is working on creating a Bitcoin rewards program of sorts. It allows you to earn Bitcoin with purchases at over 700 merchants. It's a really interesting company, a lot of potential. Really enjoy the conversation with Alex and think this could be one of the killer apps for promoting Bitcoin adoption more broadly. For the folks that aren't necessarily willing to open up a Coinbase account, but do want to have a little bit of exposure to Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So check out uh, the conversation with Alex. We talk about the business model, how to get Bitcoin and other assets for free, and their closed-loop ecosystem strategy. Uh, Lots of good stuff here, but first, we're going to get a quick word on our sponsors, Tokens Tax and Tokensoft. Masari's Unqualified Opinions is brought to you by our sponsors at Token Tax and TokenSoft. Taxes suck. We all know it. And crypto taxes are even worse. I know because I spent days last year trying unsuccessfully to piece together the mess that was my crypto tax return. And I needed a platform that could pull from a variety of exchanges, wallets, and other crypto sources I used to help identify cost basis and actual gains and losses for the year. Token Tax saved me. Not only do they have an intuitive platform, they also have excellent customer support from real CPAs. No one loves paying taxes, but with the tax deadline just one month away in the U.S., you can go to tokentax.co right now to get started and save time and money on your taxes. Issuing a digital security on the blockchain is a lot of work, particularly on the compliance side of things, at least if you want to do it right. Tokensoft works with top legal and financial experts to make sure your digital assets are secure and compliant. The company leads the market in providing tools to support tax, banking, and securities regulations for digital asset issuers. To learn more about how Tokensoft and their new Knox wallet could help you with issuance, management, and custody of digital assets or securities, you can visit Tokensoft.io or follow them on Twitter at Tokensoft Inc. everyone. Welcome back to Masari's Unqualified Opinions. I'm Ryan Selkis at 2BitIdiot, and uh, we've got another good one for you today. Alex Edelman, who's the founder and CEO of Lolly, at TryLolly. We're going to talk about maybe everybody's favorite subject, which is getting free money uh, for participating in in a day-to-day activity that we all do anyway, which is online shopping. Um, Lolly, to me, is an application that, that is super promising. And it's also arguably been tried before in previous cycles in crypto. But I would say that the time is now to actually capitalize on on what you guys are building. So uh, really excited to dig into the user behavior that you've seen early on with this app. Um, Some of the things that you're cognizant of, uh, whether there's any pitfalls or or, or if you worry about the scalability of, of, of this type of system. Um, we're going to talk about which other assets you might accept, any other you know, new features or partnerships that are upcoming. Um, but before we get into that, I want to make sure that people know who you are and, and kind of what your origin story is, uh, how you got into this industry, and, and what drove you to, to create Lolly. Yeah. Uh, first off, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, so uh, my name is Alex Edelman. Um, I uh, started a company about seven years ago called Cosmic. Uh, with actually the same team as Lolly. And uh, we, we set out on a mission to democratize commerce. Um, we built a solution that let retailers sell their products anywhere and let people buy anywhere. 
And the idea was if you can give people uh, that ability to buy and sell anywhere, uh, we create a uh, more equal playing field for everybody. And about um, halfway into building Cosmic, um, we uh, as a team sort of stumbled upon Bitcoin and uh, learned about um, you know, everything about it and, and was just like fascinated with its ability to democratize commerce native to a currency. Mm-hmm. And we never uh, ended up um, implementing it. It was probably a good thing. We, were, we stayed like very focused and, and learned the, the sort of the, um, the power of staying focused on building one thing and doing it right. Um, but yeah, uh, learned a lot and sort of stayed in, you know, in, um, uh, I guess tapped into the, the space for a while. Uh, we ended up getting acquired by our biggest customer, uh, Pop Sugar, uh, mm-hmm. to come in and power 1.2 billion in retail revenue, uh, and then we got acquired again by an even bigger company called Ebates. Um, Ebates is the largest cashback company in the U.S. And uh, while working there, we learned a lot about the cashback space. Um, and over the last seven years, got to meet just about every retailer in North America and a lot of merchants um, all over the world. Um, I. I, 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 you know, we were very like deeply tied into like the payment space. We were PCI level one compliant. Uh, it was a pretty hard like company to build. Very mm-hmm. like enterprise um, heavy and, and very focused on the infrastructure. Um, I think one of the my learnings and, and part of like my fascinations uh, with Bitcoin was seeing the the deep inefficiencies of the payment markets. And when you start to do like cross border commerce and you start to talk to merchants that want to sell. You know, product from Japan to Sweden, you see these, these sort of like where things break down with chargebacks and inefficiencies, which is payments, acquiring banks, um, how many middlemen have to communicate for one payment to go through. And every single time you run into one of these like hurdles as a business and you see it as like an opportunity, I just kept coming back to Bitcoin. So um, after the team and I parted ways with Ebates, I started to think about like what problem do we want to solve? Mm-hmm. And at the time, I think that the Bitcoin's biggest problem, in my opinion, and the one that I was going to solve, there's plenty of problems that we can solve uh, as a community, um, but Bitcoin's biggest problem, in my opinion, was a distribution problem and an education problem. Mm-hmm. It was too difficult to mine for most people and too risky to invest in. And, and so uh, we took the Ebates business model and we said, what if we applied it to Bitcoin and gave it as a way for people to earn Bitcoin instead of having to buy or mine it? and make it very, very simple for people to earn uh, and just get in the space, meanwhile teaching people about Bitcoin. So uh, yeah, we, we launched about seven months ago. Uh, we have over 750 merchants on board so far. Uh, we're growing really fast. Uh, things are, um, I was talking about with a, another uh, founder friend the other day, it's like controlled chaos, like there's a yeah. lot going on right now. Um, but yeah, the community's just been like unbelievable, both like the Bitcoin community the uh, and and just like the people who are new uh, to Bitcoin, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun ride so far. I think um, one of the key takeaways for for pretty much everybody that's starting a business in crypto is is simplicity kills, um, and there can be a lot of complexity behind the scenes. Oh yeah, the controlled chaos. Um, but what I think you guys have, have done a really good job of is just keeping it super super simple. You shop online, you download a browser extension you earn Bitcoin automatically and you store it. Yeah. Right? Um, that's, you don't, there's no user behavior change, right? Except for the one click browser extension that, that you're purchasing and, and the way that you can position it is, it's kind of like Ebates, but it's got a lottery ticket potential. Exactly. Um, which is, I think, really powerful. And, and in previous um, market cycles, there were other companies that worked on micropayments or tipping or 
micro earning functionality, but it was never as um, streamlined as one click, you set up this default new behavior and you can start earning basically what you would earn with Ebates, which I think many people are now familiar with because it's such a large company. Right. Um, but it just, you know, and let's think about this as a saving account that you forget about and then come back to uh, after it's actually accumulated a, a, a ton of value and maybe the next round. Totally. And, and you know, I uh, participated in, in a lot of different, like, faucets back in the day. I'd love, yeah. like, you know, it feels good to get something of value for free mm -hmm. that you believe in. Um, and, and I think those, like, sort of set the path for distribution. Um, I think in terms of scalability, you need a real business model. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think a lot of people understand how, like, Lolly works. Um, we partner just giving away free money, so it's, right. it's, it's basically a charitable. Yeah, it's a great business. Yeah, 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 exactly. Out of the goodness of my heart, um, so we partner with these merchants, and we give them uh, like what they're doing is they want users to shop at their site, mm -hmm. and what they're looking for is like unique users, new users, what they call incremental revenue. So we come to them and, and we say we have this group of users that wants to earn Bitcoin more than cash, more than points, more than anything and they want to shop uh, for groceries, travel, whatever you know, they're looking for. And, and so we're, it's a two-sided market, and we try to find as many retailers, great retailers as possible on one side of the market, and then give our consumers the ability um, to shop as they normally would and, earn, and, and uh, earn more when they shop at sites that provide more Bitcoin back. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're just sort of the middleman. Uh, the merchant pays us, and then we pay the consumer, and then we take a small fee. Are these all individual uh, licensing agreements, or, or is there an aggregator that populated the first 300 or, or so of the merchants? It's both. So um, we have like Longtail that works with different networks um, mm -hmm. that helps us get like a lot of the Longtail. Um, it's one of those uh, like 80-20 business models sure. where 20% of our merchants uh, drive 80% of our revenue. Um, and, and because we've built these relationships over the last seven years with my last company, um, we have direct relationships with them, and we know them. We've known them for seven years now, uh, just as a team. So they trusted us with Cosmic. Uh, we we did deep uh, payment integrations. We did like uh, you know pen testing, security compliance. Um, so we know these merchants pretty intimately, um, and we built their trust over the last seven years. So when we come in and we say, hey, there's this new currency called Bitcoin, and there's a whole market, and you don't have to do anything. Um, they're not doing any heavy lifting with Lolly. They're not doing any payments yet. Um, mm -hmm. That's what gets their like piques their interest. Is they're like we love sales. Like we love to um, attract a new yeah. merch, uh, a new customer. So um, yeah, it's a it's sort of a win win for everybody. And not to like you know be overly yeah. optimistic, but it, it's a good model. Yeah, no, it it it, it certainly is. You know, the, you you bring up the faucet example, and where I think this can be pretty powerful is that people don't value free money, right? So, so airdrops and faucets, uh, historically, you know, you collect it, but if it's a dollar here, it's a dollar, you, you just don't care. Um, mostly because I feel uh, many of the airdrops, especially now that the user base is so much larger, are for these long tail assets, mm -hmm. where, you know, it, it's really questionable whether they will actually ever rally. But I think more people have conviction that you know, Bitcoin is really something really interesting, and I should maybe save a little bit and, and, and see how it happens. Maybe Ethereum as well. Um, but that subtle difference uh, in 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 that people are used to getting cash back from Ebates. They're used to their credit card points and and, and these programs. 
So they almost at this point are conditioned to feel entitled and value those systems. Right. So if you're now using this instead of an alternative like Honey or uh, there, there's a few other browser extensions um, that give you just actual cash back instead of crypto. Or points. Or points, right? Um, now they feel like I'm actually earning this, right? So I've, I've put some, some type of skin in the game and, it, and it's... I think it's a subtle shift, but it's um, it's an important one that, that, that plays to your favor. On that point, though, um, when are you going to accept other assets? Are you a hardcore maximalist? I know Zach loves you because it's just Bitcoin right now. So like all of that is probably uh, going to go out the window as soon as you start adding multiple coins. But for right for right now, <laughs> for right now, you're a Bitcoin darling. So what's 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 the plan for these for these other assets? We're we're building this for Zach's approval. So yeah, uh, yeah, talk to him. Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't consider myself um, a Bitcoin maximalist. Um, I believe in the principles of Bitcoin, um, and I'm I'm very much uh, you know I got my start in in crypto from Bitcoin. Um, I think that it makes the most sense for long term uh, value and where we want uh, where I think the world's going. Um, everything else, I'm I'm just not sold on yet, and. I look at it as like very much like my reputation, uh, the company's reputation, and uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier, which is like focus. So, you know, I when I went to Minneapolis, when I went to Omaha, Chicago, mm -hmm. North Carolina, where, where I'm from and where most of our team is, like, no one was asking for Ethereum. Like, no offense to the Ethereum community, no one was asking for um, EOS or any anything. They were asking mm -hmm. for Bitcoin, and they were like, I can't tell you how many threads I have of, from like friends back home that are like. How do I buy Bitcoin? How do I get Bitcoin? My mom knows that I've been like, you know, dabbling in the space, and she was like, I've been seeing it on the news. Like, where do I get it? How do I do it? Should should like, you know, um, our family invest in it? Should we like, you know? And, and so the more questions I got like that, I, it, the the answer right now is Bitcoin, mm -hmm. um, and it's. It's not that we won't ever do other currencies. No other currency has proven to me what I want to do with mm -hmm. um, Bitcoin, which is really like, I mean, I want to connect the entire world to commerce. That's my end game. I want everyone in the world to be able to have the same asset. I want everyone in the world to be able to be connected by a currency <laughs> and be able to trade freely. Um, other, cur other currencies or tokens just haven't shown me that yet. Um, and so, yeah, I like I'm more I, I would say I'm pretty like open minded. I think you have to be in the space. This world moves so fast. Um, but Bitcoin is the best technology that I've seen uh, to date that like connect connects the world and can connect the world in the future. Uh, everything Elizabeth's doing with, and, and the team's doing uh, with Lightning is uh, solving a lot of the scalability issues that, that I've uh, where we've had issues in the past. Mm -hmm. um, so we're like super excited to um, uh, we've been playing around with it in the background, but um, super excited at a certain point to launch um, at least experiment with Lightning. And I, I just haven't run into an issue um, with Bitcoin that has been prohibitive for our growth. And and I mean, I've gotten a handful of requests for Ethereum, a handful of requ requests for like Ripple, a uh, few requests for- That's actually just one request from a thousand <laughs> yeah. accounts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, I don't know. like. Hi Brad. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I'm open. I'm open to being proven wrong, but I I I've learned never to be dogmatic about anything. Um, coming from like religious upbringings, like I I just I'm not a 
yeah. dogmatic person. It, it may seem like it, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it, you know, having that litmus test, I think, is important. Um, you know, there are a few folks that have, have taken that type of stance historically, uh, even when customers are asking for it. You know, once Cesaro's from, from Zappo comes to mind. Um, and aside from just having the vaults, they've also worked on some micropayments applications and, and, and figuring out how to make this uh, uh, Bitcoin more ubiquitous for, for its actual payments function. Um, and you know, much to the chagrin, I think, of some of his, uh, his, his early uh, uh, customers, uh, Zappo still does not custody Ether, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's for that same reason. Uh, he, he doesn't believe in it quite yet. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if his stance has changed, but I think um, there is certainly is a subset where that's meaningful. I would argue um, for you guys, it's probably less of a concern even because there there has to be an element of, look, we're talking about five, $50, you know, if, 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 if this is the gateway drug and whoever our users are ultimately want to dabble in other cryptocurrencies, there are, uh, I'm, I'm sure, endless partnerships that you guys can strike to refer customers to Coinbase or Kraken or Binance, you know, whichever other exchange might be clamoring for this exact user base. Totally. How are they going to get their next incremental user? So just like you have the marketplace on the uh, on the merchant side, if if some of your customers do actually want to trade other assets, well, by the way, you're you're a hell of a channel for some of these other exchanges. And are those conversations ongoing yet, or is it still too early? Um, so. You know, I believe in a free market. Like, you can do whatever you want with your Bitcoin. Your, you know, your coin is, is, is your I'm coin. I'm talking about like, your referrals, okay. Lolly's referrals. Yeah, would so... You, would you direct people to a given exchange? If, have you had conversations like that yet? Um, right now, no. Uh, we haven't directed anyone to any specific exchange. Um, you know, like, there's some that I would recommend, like, personally. Um, but uh, right now, we're, you know, we're just, set, like, letting people take mm -hmm. their coins wherever they want. I think eventually people will look for ways uh, to earn more. Uh, we have plans in the future to give people the ability to buy more and sell Bitcoin, trade Bitcoin, all of that. So um, we want, you know, the, the way I look at personal finance going is like, if Bitcoin is the bank of the future, then we need to give people the tools to act as their own bank. So think of all the functions that a bank has um, and how do you enable a person to be empowered with those same features. Uh, that's pretty much our roadmap for the next five years. Uh, it's like enabling people to be their own bank. Well, let's let's unpack that a little bit because how how big is Ebates now? Uh, Ebates um, is, it is valued. Uh, they they got bought by Rakuten about uh, That's four right. years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, it's valued at probably around four or five billion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this market standalone is plenty big, right? It, totally. I, I, I guess is the point. Um, it seems that you can develop a strong network effect, a strong brand around this as a core product, but how much more incremental work do you actually need to do to scale that business? Because it's one that seems to run more or less on autopilot after a while, aside from marketing and getting incremental users in the door. So uh, I'd imagine that, that um, how much more do you feel like you have for, uh, to reach feature completeness for this narrow use case, and then what would be the next extension of the product once you actually have this capital user base? Yeah, so that's a great question. So uh, e Ebates is like sort of the North Star for the first couple years. Um, we know that business model really well, like mm -hmm. we're executing on it, I think, pretty well. And um, what I, that's not the end game though. Like we, we, want, we want to be like the Amex on top of Bitcoin Rails. Mm -hmm. And we want to be the Visa on top of Bitcoin Rails. Um, I think Bitcoin serves 
its own function as a, as a currency, but there will be companies uh, built on top of Bitcoin that function to serve its users. Mm -hmm. And I look at it as like Bitcoin, you know, there's no CEO of Bitcoin. Like they're not going out and negotiating these like rates with merchants. Uh, there's jobs to be done um, on top of it. And so we can always be an advocate for Bitcoin. We can always find ways to build businesses on top of it. Um, right now where Ebates is sort of like the North Star and what we're going after, um, I look at, at, at like Visa and Amex as being uh, really like the biggest opportunity or one of the biggest opportunities I think I want to go bigger uh, mm -hmm. than that. And I think we have the ability to go bigger because uh, Visa is limited by countries. It's limited by borders. Mm -hmm. um, Bitcoin inherently is universal. So hypothetically, if we execute over the next 10 to 20 years, we should be able to build, build something bigger than Visa. Like, mm -hmm. and I, you know, maybe I sound like a an over overzealous uh, founder, but um, that's where we're heading. So um, I, no one stopped us yet. Um, but yeah, it's like why why shouldn't Bitcoin have a uh, rewards network and a um, trust network? It's really what Visa is. It's it's loyalty to the consumer, but to the merchant, it's trust. It's how do you provide trust? And, and like Bitcoin has this like tr trustless ecosystem. But if if merchants are going to accept Bitcoin you have to have some sort of network and you have to have some sort of understanding of where the Bitcoin's coming from. It does, you don't have to know the person. I don't want them to know the person. You just need to know that that money is there and that you can pay. And then the consumer wants their Bitcoin back to build that loyalty. And so how do you build that network um, across all of Bitcoin? Uh, and that's way bigger than Ebates. That's how, how do you guys handle, uh, on, on that point, how do you guys handle the compliance element? Um, it, it, are you subject to... KYC, AML, like the, those types of restrictions because um, you are a payment processor of sorts. Kind of, sort of. So um, how, how, do, how do you get around that? So without getting into too uh, much detail, like the secret sauce or anything, um, we technically do not have to be, um, um, we're not technically a money transmitter. You're mm -hmm. earning Bitcoin, you're not, you're not buying it. Um, and mm -hmm. so the, the merchant is, is you know, giving us uh, this Bitcoin and... Um, yeah, we're, we're holding it for you securely, um, and you know, uh, I, you know, when you, as soon as you say how you're doing it securely, it's not secure. Uh, so I can't share uh, everything about that. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're um, holding your Bitcoin for you uh, securely as any other exchange would. Um, but because you're not buying it, we're not subject to that. So uh, I look at like our business model. That is different though than Ebates, somewhat. Right, because eBay, eBay sends you the check. I don't know how they, they ultimately... I have a different perception of like Ebates and Honey than I think a lot of people do. So mm -hmm. having worked there and having I'm worked sure in the I'm sure you States, should. So yeah, enlighten us. I look at, as, I look at Ebates as like, you know, Ebates had the opportunity to be, I think, one of the biggest banks in the country. But mm -hmm. they didn't, they had banks on top of them. And Honey did too... Um, they all do. All these rewards networks do. Venmo, I think, is like one of the biggest banks in the in the, mm -hmm. in the country, um, but they're not a bank. And if you look at everything that Jack Dorsey is doing, like, why do you think he's doing it? Because he has a bank on top of him that, like, he can't he can't take away their margin. These he basically has a tax the same way any any of us have tax from our mm -hmm. countries, from our uh, from our banks, and you can't go upstream. You get stopped by the banks. So why do you think he's so interested in Bitcoin? It's like, because he gets to be his own bank and he gets to remove that. 
um, and he gets to create a closed loop ecosystem. That's every payment network's dream is to build a closed loop ecosystem where they don't have to work with any other party mm -hmm. and they can be their own margin. They can take their own margin. That's, that's what I don't think a lot of people understand about the Cash App uh, Square connection and why it's so powerful and why I think I'm more long on Square than just about any public company right now. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable and no one's been able to execute on both the consumer side and the merchant side. Uh, the distribution on both is, is just like unrivaled and like it's pretty incredible what, what they've done. So where, what we look at is like how do you own both the merchant relationship and the consumer and we're going after a very similar game that, that Cash App is. Like, I want you to use Lolly and I want you to earn from all these different places. I want you to have all these merchants uh, the same way that like Cash App wants you to be connected with all your friends and build this bank on top. We never touch um, you know, banks in our ecosystem, so we also want to build a closed loop ecosystem as well. Mm -hmm. But to answer your earlier question, Ebates never had the ambition to be a bank and they never knew that the opportunity to exi existed to be a bank. Honey didn't either. We're starting with day one knowing that Bitcoin is the bank and we can build the tools on top of it to enable uh, the consumer that wants to be their own bank, we can enable them with the tools. So from day one, if we're optimizing for something different and the opportunity is way bigger um, and we don't have sort of the sunk cost of building the technology um, that they did, we can hypothetically move way faster in that direction um, with less sunk cost. You, uh, you touched on a little bit, I know you skirted around uh I'm sure for good reasons on, on the security side, but at, as you continue to scale, there could be a lot of money that you're responsible for and that you're custodying. Um, are you doing this all in-house? Are you working with someone like Bitco or another qualified custodian? Who's, who's helping on the back end? Yeah, we work with a trusted third party um, on the back end that's- uh, But not disclosed. Uh, not disclosed. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's someone we did deep diligence with, and we're also not trusting just one party. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we've, we've learned, um, you know, throughout the space, like, you, you never trust just one party, you want mm -hmm. multiple. So, um, yeah, we work with multiple OTCs and uh, multiple third parties for secure um, uh, transactions, um, holding, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think we, I, you know, I don't want to discount anyone in the Bitcoin community, um, but I personally think we had to do way more with compliance in the payment industry. Um, I mean, we were processing way more payments with uh, Cosmic over the last seven years than we have with Lolly and probably will for a foreseeable future. Uh, we, we landed Target, and one of our claims to fame in the space was we, we closed Target as a, as a merchant, our first major merchant with Cosmic, mm -hmm. and a weekend, the biggest credit card breach of all time happened and we survived it. Um, and what they were really diligencing with us is they had to look into our back end and see like, are we doing this compliant? Are we PCI level one? And when you're doing PCI level one, like you have to be processing like 400K to give you an idea of scale, mm -hmm. 400K in, in, uh, in sales. Um, so that's a, that's a lot of, a lot of like um, yeah. movement and target post breach, you can imagine sort of the scrutiny that we had from like the, you know the the payment wizards of of you know the the U.S. and if you think there's scrutiny under like Bitcoin and security tokens and all this stuff now, like look into the payments world. Like you after the breaches, especially like people do not mess around with payments when you're dealing with like credit card payments and all that stuff. So um, as soon as you touch banks, like you 
you, you get under close scrutiny. So we learned a lot from our last company that we're applying to, to Lolly. And yeah, it's not all too dissimilar, but there's a lot that the crypto community can learn from the payments world. There's the financial element. There's also the data security element. Um, so you, you sign up for Lolly. Mm -hmm. It's email or Facebook. Are you reselling data? No, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a fair question. It is. With, no, with, no. With Facebook login and Ebates, that's, uh, there is a data component to, to that business, is there not? Um, indirectly, and I don't know if I can share that. I encourage everyone to do their own I'm, research. I'm, 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 I'm sure that there yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, look into point. what Rakuten owns, what else they own, and you'll kind of piece it together. Mm -hmm. it, I think there's like nuance there, and I, I don't want to like, they're a great company. Which, which by the yeah. way, for, for your application, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because you're actually in position to remit some of those rewards back to the same users in, in much the same way that you're already doing it with sharing the, the, the cash back. Um, if anything, I would see that as a, an opportunity, um, provided that it's obvious and, and transparent and, 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 and whatnot, which, which it seems like yeah, it'd be a no-brainer to do that because not only would you want to be transparent about it, you would want to market it. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can help you. Hey, we've been helping you with cash back. By the way, all these other third parties are using your data. We can package it and help you get some of that back as well. So we have some really cool stuff that we're working on. In the, if you own that relationship. Yeah. So we have really cool stuff we're working on in the background to be more transparent about what we're collecting and how, um, like how the privacy works in the background. Uh, the truth is we don't want this data. There's certain like data that we have to have um, and it's very minimal data mm -hmm. for the retailer to be able to reward our users yep. properly. Um, there's things that we're working on that will mask who that is so that you can let people transact um, seamlessly. And it doesn't, it doesn't work all too differently from that now. It's just a lot of people don't know what's happening in the background. Uh, they're trusting us, but you, know, you, you shouldn't trust us. You should trust like, what's actually happening. So we're working on a lot in the background to be more transparent, to share what we're collecting. Um, I could never see a situation where we would ever sell data. It's not in the ethics of the company. It's not uh, Matt, my co-founder, um, you know, he's the one who controls the code. Even if I wanted to, I couldn't like do it. He's a privacy nut. Um, he would never sell that. He would never let us sell that. Um, but you shouldn't trust us. You should just know how we're doing it. And so we have to work, we have to do better about being more transparent, showing uh, what we're doing in the background, but our business model does not work around selling data whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the way that I see it and the way that people should understand it is it's important to understand what everyone in this world is optimizing for. Mm -hmm. If we were optimizing to sell your data, we would alienate our entire user base. Like the whole group, the whole, like all of our users, they want Bitcoin, they also care about privacy. And so if we ever did anything to compromise their privacy uh, or their data, we would lose all our customers. We're not optimizing to lose customers. We're not optimizing to, like, we want, we want users. We want people to earn Bitcoin. Um, and our retailers wouldn't trust us either if we were sharing data with them that they were, you know, that they were sketched out by as well. Mm -hmm. So there's really, like, not a path forward where we're successful, where we're sharing data. Um, and sure, there's, like, previous business models in the, in the cashback space that I would be wary of, uh, and I won't name names, but like you do your research and you can see who, who those parties are. Um, but I, I don't know, I, think, I feel like we have this opportunity to build like a new world, and why would we 
cannibalize that. Like, I, I want to build technology for the world that I want to live in, that I want my future kids to live in. Like, you know, Matt's kids, Matt, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't see that world uh, having a world where we're selling data. Makes sense. Yeah. It's always it's always a path uh, in the future, and, and probably something that, that uh, you'd have to feel pretty good uh, your users would, would, would buy into. Um, my last question, uh, especially maybe especially because of your stance on ether and, and kind of all other assets, have you thought about doing a securities token or or token sale? And 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 the reason I ask this um, is because you could make a case that this is a a pretty good opportunity for a quasi security token or bona fide securities token. If you look at what Binance had done and how they were able to bootstrap tremendous liquidity in the exchange by basically giving people a cut of the action. Um, this one actually would logically make sense and it would help with bootstrapping not just a, a global user base but a global missionary base to actually get other people that are not in crypto into the fold. So yeah. Why, so I guess you, you said it fast now. Is there, is there anything that, uh, that specifically um, you get turned off by with respect to token sales, even if they make some economic and brand sense like, like that, potentially? Um, or is it just a, a case of we can access the private markets, it's less distracting, you know? So right now, we are extremely <laughs> lean and aerodynamic and simple. Like, it's just, yeah. it's the, the beauty of, of Lolly is in its simplicity. There's no questions about, like, you know, what are they doing with their token? What are, like, you know, managing an ICO, anything like that. Mm -hmm. It is just a, like, very streamlined, simple, easy, transparent. Um, as soon as we start adding complexities like that, even if they make sense in the future, uh, it complicates the, the business and mm -hmm. it clouds um, Lolly and the perception of Lolly with um, uncertainty. In the future, if it made sense and it and our community um, through consensus wanted it, if they if like I, I do see a world where we could build more efficient loyalty tokens on top of Lolly. Like we've been pitched it a million times by people come out of the woodworks to say, you can do this loyalty token, you can do this. I know those use cases. Right now it's just like so early and mm -hmm. we're very focused and it's working and people want Bitcoin. Like I, I, I think that what I could see in the future, like way down the road, is if merchants wanted some sort of like loyalty token where if you shopped at Walmart, you earn more and you could spend that at Walmart and you could earn more and, and get more savings by shopping there. We have the access to do that. But personally, I think the more exciting opportunity is for us to build this relationship with Walmart, show that people want Bitcoin more than they want cash or points or anything, and then go back to Walmart and say, look Walmart, we've generated you guys $50 million in sales, like, except Bitcoin. That is the bigger opportunity, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And like, sure, like, there's we could make more money if we went and launched a token. Like, our team has great credibility. We like people. People like us. Like, they, they like what we're working on. Um, and not everybody that's like launching a token is doing it with like ill intent. But it's just it's just not the right timing 
um, I kind of like err on the side of like the Apple approach where you know we're gonna see all these people, we're gonna see like the, the dust settle with like the SEC, we're gonna see all these token sales, what happens, and we're gonna pick the best route um, going forward. But um, I think we're in a position where we can be strategic. Like, you know, we have amazing investors already in the private markets, um, people who are supportive, who bring us tons of merchants. Um, we have competitive advantages there. We have unique relationships uh, where we have partnerships that other people can't get with just like competitors that come out. There's not really like, like there's the opportunist in me is saying, sure, we could go make a quick buck. Mm -hmm. And, but I just don't see, I don't think on that time frame. Bitcoin sort of teaches you to think on a different like time preference. Mm -hmm. And that's like how we're thinking right now. Good answer. So thank you. <laughs> Alex Edelman from Lolly. Where can, uh, where can people sign up? Uh, Lolly.com, L-O-L-L-I.com. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, sign up. Uh, download the extension and start earning Bitcoin back when you shop at over 750 merchants. At Trialolly and at Alex Edelman on Twitter. So you can harass him if you're in the XRP army uh, directly. Don't come at me anymore, please. Um, actually, please do because I haven't blocked uh, quite everybody yet. Um, but until next time, uh, fascinating conversation. I, I, I love the company. Um, if I were still investing, I'd be taking a close look at, at, at this because it, it is simple and, and you can very clearly see uh, a path to a, a lot of value creation and, you know, every stakeholder in, in, the, in the product uh, really making off pretty well. So congrats on the traction so far. We'll have you on again soon. And uh, until next time, thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace. Thank you.